Welcome everyone to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Deletti, and uh, I'm not going to lie, guys. I had a plan for today's episode, um, planned it out yesterday. I was going to talk about power rankings on Bleacher Report because today's the uh, Round the League Wednesday. And as you guys know, I like to do power rankings every Wednesday just to see, uh, you know, where teams stack up against each other. And so on Bleach Report's power rankings, I was going to talk about, you know, the Dolphins were ranked 11th. I was going to say how I didn't mind that at all. Um, You know, when was the last time the Dolphins were considered, you know, a top 10, top 11 team in the NFL? That's what I was going to talk about for a good amount of the podcast. So then, uh, before I start the podcast every single morning, I go on, confirm all of my facts, I go on um, NFL, I go on other, you know, other sites like ESPN, Bleach Report, and I just check, is there anything else I could talk about, is there any you know, better information I can give these guys, because I always try to give you guys the best information possible that I can give, and so I open up, I open up NFL. And the first thing that pops up, NFL Power Rankings Week 14. And they just released this morning. So obviously I hadn't seen them yet. So I open them up. I kid you not. I open them up about, what, 10 minutes ago? I'm recording at 9.26 a.m. So I open them about just a little bit after 9, around 9.15. And I'm not going to lie, guys. When I I saw them, I I was pissed. NFL decided um, that they were going to rank the Dolphins not 11th, not 12th, not even 13th. The Dolphins, the 8-4 Dolphins, 6th team in the AFC, is ranked 14th in the NFL. Let's look at the teams ranked above us, shall we? The Las Vegas Raiders got blown out 43-6 by the Falcons. Almost lost to the Jets had it not been for one of the worst defensive play calls of all time. They're 7-5. We have a better record than them. The Tennessee Titans. I can live with that. I can live with the Tennessee Titans being at 12th because at the end of the day, they have a good team. Oh, wait. But they just got embarrassed by Cleveland, and they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, who we just embarrassed. But okay, they're ranked above us. Let's go 11, the Indianapolis Colts. I'm okay with that. I I like the Colts. Uh, I I think they're limited at quarterback, but they decide to rank them at 11th. Let's go to 10th, shall we? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I understand they get a lot of hype. They get a lot of hype because they have Tom Brady, so everyone thinks they're amazing. Let's look, let's go back actually to week nine. They lost a game 38 to three against the New Orleans Saints. I can't unsee that. I can't unsee the the Vegas Raiders losing 43 to six. I can't unsee the Tennessee Titans losing to the Bengals. I can't unsee a team losing 38 to three in the NFL. But hey, whatever. They're they're above the Dolphins, right? They're above the Dolphins. Why not? Why not put them above the Dolphins? It's not like, you know, the Dolphins have a better record. It's not like the Dolphins have literally won 
seven out of their last eight games. Whatever. That doesn't matter at all. Let's go to eighth, shall we? The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns lost to the Steelers and the Ravens this year by a combined score of 76 to 13. They lost to the Ravens 38 to 7 and then they lost to or 38 to 6 and then they lost to the Steelers 38 to 7. But hey, they're ranked number 8 because why? Because they have a better record, so okay, I'll give you that. They have a better record than the Dolphins, so they'll be 8th. Let's go to 7, shall we? The Seattle Seahawks. Man, Seattle Seahawks, Russ is cooking. Oh, wait. He's not. Okay? They just lost to the New York Giants. And while they are improving, I'll give them that. If you're the 7th ranked team in the NFL, you, you don't lose to the New York Giants. The Seattle Seahawks started off 5-0. and They're 8-4. and Do the math. That means they've lost more games in the past seven weeks than they've won. The Dolphins, on the other hand, have won seven of their last eight games and were ranked 14th. The Los Angeles Rams ranked number six. Los Angeles Rams, man, they're looking amazing. Yeah, how do they look against normal teams who know how to play them? Awful. They played the San Francisco 49ers, lost. Both times. Three turnovers by Jared Goff. They play the Dolphins who know how to play them. They lost. And get ready, Los Angeles Rams fans, because you're about to lose again to the New England Patriots. But hey, they're better than us, right? Ranks, they're ranked number six. They, they have a good player in Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. So let's just put them at the highest ranking that we can. I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't get it. I can live with Kansas City at one, New Orleans at two, uh, Pittsburgh at three, Green Bay at four and the Bills at five. I can live with those. As much as I hate the Bills, which I hate them with a burning passion, I can understand them being in the top five. I'm fine with that. I am absolutely fine. But if you're going to put the Dolphins at 14th, especially the thing that upsets me the most is that you decided to put the Raiders, you decided to put the Ravens, you decided to put the Seahawks, the Rams, all above the Dolphins. The only team to have a better record in the last seven weeks than the Dolphins are the Chiefs and the Steelers. That is it. In the last seven, in the last two months of football, the only teams to have a better record are the Chiefs and the Steelers. And oh, by the way, it's all the same. The Dolphins have gone 7 and 1. The Steelers have gone 7 and 1. And the Chiefs have gone 7 and 1, all in the last 8 weeks of football. But apparently that's not good enough and the Dolphins are ranked now 14th in the NFL. And this is this is getting me fired up. You're not getting like a reaction where I thought about this. You're getting my initial live reaction. Because originally I was going to talk about the Bleacher Report. And I was going to talk about how the Dolphins were 11th. And I was confused why the Seahawks were above us. Why um, a team like the Buccaneers were above us. But I was going to be okay with 11. But you rank the Dolphins 14th? Even if you just want to go by records. Which can be misleading. 
But even if you want to go by records, we're better record than the Raiders who are above us. We have a better record than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are above us. We have a better record than the Baltimore Ravens who I didn't talk about, who are 7-5 and five, ranked ninth, who are above us. The Seattle Seahawks may be 8-4, and four, which is the same record, but they've lost four of their last seven games. And then the Los Angeles Rams, who... As Dolphins fans, we know exactly what happened to them when they played an opponent like Brian Flores, who knows how to play them. So, I just, I don't know, man. It, it, it upsets me. I'm really, I get mad and I get tired of it because I feel like because the Dolphins were bad for so long, people just automatically assume that whatever they're doing is fake. It's not a real, like, legitimate team. And the only time they televise us on TV, at least where I'm at, is when we play games that we're probably going to lose. For instance, this week, they're putting the Kansas City game is going to be the most televised uh, 12 o'clock game nationwide. It's going to be the one that most places get, unless obviously you live in the state that your team plays at 12. Um, but we're good. they're going to play that game, and then they played the Patriots game. So anytime the Dolphins are on TV... It's usually in hard games that obviously we will probably lose the Kansas City game, which we'll talk about that. I don't think it's a guaranteed loss. I don't think we'll win, but it's not a guaranteed loss. But I just feel like every single time people think about the Dolphins, they just put no respect on our name. Like, I don't the thing that the one that really upsets me, to be honest with you, is the Raiders. That really upsets me. I don't understand how the how the Dolphins and it says last week we were ranked 15th. So that means last week when we were 7-4, and four, we were ranked 15th. Okay? And the, and the Raiders were ranked number 11. So that means the Raiders, after losing 43-6 to six to the Falcons, were ranked 11th and we were ranked 15th. I want that to sink in. The Raiders lost to the Falcons 43-6 to six, and we're four spots ahead of the Dolphins after we were 6-1 and one in the last seven games. Now we won this week, and now we're 7-1 and one in the last eight weeks. I just, I, I really, I don't understand who's making these, uh, these power rankings, and I don't know where they come across putting a team like the Raiders um, above the Dolphins. I don't. And, and, and look, I'm here to tell you, I don't think the Dolphins are a top five team in the NFL. I don't. I think the Dolphins right now are, let, well, let's see. Let's see the teams I would take them over above us right now. I would take them over the Raiders. I would take them over the Titans. I would take them over the Colts. I would take them over the Buccaneers. Um, the Ravens is difficult because... It's hard for us to play a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, but I still would take them over the Ravens. I would take them over the Browns. The Seahawks game, we only lost by eight points. Seahawks have been worse and worse every week. I'd take them above the Seahawks, and I would take them above the Rams. The Rams. Now, the Bills game is interesting. We'll see how that goes. I do think the Bills are overall just, they're, they're a better team right now, uh, but it's very, very close. The fact that the Dolphins are almost as good if not as good as the the Bills and the Bills have been doing this rebuild for four years and we're in a year and a half through just goes to show you that like it they're not going to be a problem for much longer but uh point is I would take the Dolphins above 
every team before the Bills, which puts us at the sixth team. I would I would say the Dolphins are the sixth best team in the NFL. And even if you want to say you're crazy, you're definitely not better than the Browns or the Ravens, we should at least be in the top 10. Doesn't matter if you're a Dolphins fan or not, you should at least say that the Dolphins, who have won seven of their last eight games, are the sixth seed in the AFC, should at least, at least be in a top a top 10 team. I just really, I just really don't understand. I really don't understand what the Dolphins need to do to get national recognition, but um, that really upset me. That really upset me. Uh, and, and it makes me mad. It does. Because at the end of the day, I know these rankings don't matter, but it's more so that like this is what people think of the Dolphins. You know, like we may be fans and we may think this of the Dolphins, but this is what people think of the Dolphins. They think the Dolphins are not even a top 10 team in the NFL. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Going off the Bleacher Report one, though, um, the Dolphins are ranked 11th, which I like the Bleacher Report one, and it's not because the Dolphins are the best team in it. Dolphins are ranked 11. You look at the teams above us. I understand Tennessee. They went to the playoffs last year. They're one-dimensional, but whatever. Tampa Bay is a joke. In my opinion, they're going to lose first round in the playoffs. Um, so, okay, Tampa Bay. Uh, the Rams, we embarrass them at home. Um, the Seattle Seahawks have lost three of their last seven games or four of their last seven games, but yeah, whatever, put them ahead of us. And then they have the, the Browns at six, even though they got embarrassed by two division teams by a cumulative score of 76 to 13, but Hey, put them above us. Dolphins have never lost a game by more than 10 points, but it's okay. Put those teams above us. And it's okay. At the end of the day, I can be upset about power rankings all I want. But what's going to matter is how we play the next four weeks and how we play if we make it to the playoffs. And, you know, if we if we end up losing more than we win in the next four weeks, I'm not going to be super upset, but I am going to be disappointed because I'm not trying to be a homer. I seriously think the Dolphins are a very good team. I do. I think that the Dolphins are a top eight team in the NFL, at least a top 10. And I expect us to win at least two of our next four games. Call me a homer. I don't care what you what you want to call me. I, I think we will. Um, I just, I don't know, man. That, that really upset me, and I wanted to give you guys a raw, live, authentic reaction to that because I told you, I originally had something different planned, but... Um, you know, that's 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 what happens when you open up your computer about two minutes before making a podcast and you see someone rank the Dolphins as the 14th best team in the NFL. So let's move on now. Um, I wanted to talk real quick about the Cincinnati Bengals game one last time. If you guys um, if I've never said this before, basically what happens is I give you guys my reaction to the game on Mondays. And then I go back and re-watch film on it to see if there was anything I missed. And then I like to talk about that stuff at the end of the podcast on Wednesdays. So there's two things I wanted to go talk about. The first one was the Dolphins offense. Because I feel like that's really been the topic of conversation for most people. They're happy with the defense. 
They're happy with the special teams aside from Jakeem Grant getting destroyed every single play illegally. Um, but the offense is the topic of conversation. Now, the thing I was, I want to kind of, I want to take this opinion back and I would urge a bunch of people who think the same thing that I thought, I, I hope they take it back as well. People like to say the Dolphins in the first half were awful on offense. So when I went back and watched the game, I didn't really get that impression at all. Um, in the first quarter, we for sure had a slower offense. Um, Tua, obviously just coming back from an injury, hasn't played in you know, about two weeks. Uh, he's a rookie. So it was a little slow at first. Um, he seemed a little off rhythm. But I mean, it's not like we weren't getting drives in. You look at the second quarter. The first quarter, as I said, was not was not good. Um, we, we really couldn't do anything. But then you look at the second quarter, Jason Sanders kicks a 25-yard field goal with 11 and a half minutes left. A 25-yard field goal means you kicked it at the 7-yard line. Okay? That was the drive where we should have gotten the touchdown on the special teams play, but Robert Hunt and Solomon Kinley, I believe it was, didn't report themselves as eligible. So if that happens, we score. But let's just say, let's not put it all on our special teams. Let's say our offense is able to score that touchdown. Let's just convert in the red zone. We get the seven points. Then you have the missed touchdown opportunity where Jakeem Grant dropped the ball from Tua. Um, some people say the pass was perfect by Tua. It was a little uh, overthrown, but very, very slightly. Jakeem Grant still could have easily caught it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. He still could have easily caught it. Uh, and that would have been a touchdown or at least a long, long gain. Turns out that drive was, uh, we eventually punted. So it's not that we were lackluster on offense in the first half. We went down, we we scored the, we had the field goal, which should have been a touchdown, had the two report as eligible. That's seven points. You missed the touchdown to Jakeem Grant, which would have been another seven points. That's 14 and then you get the field goal at the end of the half, it's 17. It's not like we were, you know, lackluster on offense in the first half. The Really, the only difference was that we didn't convert in the red zone that one drive. If we convert in the red zone that one drive, it's 10-7 it's at halftime. If that one special teams play happens. So to say that the offense was completely lackluster um, in the first half, I don't know, I just, I just don't agree with that. Tua had... 111 passing yards in the first half. Um, you know, against the Broncos, he had 83 in the whole game. Against the Rams, he had 93 in the whole game. So he had 111 in the first half, which is about 220 yards uh, if he would have come out and done the same thing in the second half. So it's not like they just sucked on offense in the first half at all. They were slow in the first quarter, and then there were two missed opportunities in the second. But they went down all the way to the seven-yard line with the offense. It was actually all the way to the two-yard line. Then there was the penalty, which moved them back five yards. So they went down literally all the way to the two-yard line and then didn't convert and had to kick a field goal. But the offense was moving and grooving, but we just weren't converting in the red zone, which that wasn't a theme of the first half. That was a theme, really, of the whole entire game. Um, so... You know, I, I think we just need to take back that opinion because to say that we weren't, you know, we sucked on offense the first half is is really a lazy take. It's not correct at all. 
Um, the Dolphins were doing well in the first half. We just missed two opportunities. You missed the drop to G- you missed the drop uh, that Jakeem Grant had, and you don't report yourselves as eligible. You make those two plays, literally two mistakes, and it's seventeen to seven at halftime. That's a lot different of a ball game. We're not going to sit here and say, oh, the Dolphins' offense didn't look good because you're up 17-7. But you make two little mistakes, and now, oh, the offense sucks. It wasn't going well. We should move to Fitz. And thank God they didn't. Um, I never thought in my mind they should move to Fitz, but after the game, apparently everyone in the media was saying how they're happy Flores didn't go to Fitz like everyone was saying they should. I did it in one. I didn't. I never thought during that game Dolphins should go back to Fitz, ever. Um, but I guess some people did because I knew in the game I was like the offense isn't bad. It's just we're we're missing opportunities, um, and you also you can't just take two out every time he struggles. Uh, Tua coming out and having the second half he did was probably one of the best moments in his career so far. Um, against the against the Cardinals, he was basically solid all game. Against the Chargers, he didn't have to be solid. It was similar to the Rams game, but he still was. Uh, especially in the first half, he was good. And then against the Rams, he didn't really have to do much. Broncos game, he struggled. Uh, and this was the first time he faced adversity in the first half. Only scored six points. It should have been 17, but, you know, missed opportunities. And so he came out in the second half and, and proved like, hey, I can I can come out, I can make adjustments, and I can help this team win. Uh, so that was my first initial thought. My last initial thought, or my last um, corrected thought, I should say, was the Byron Jones play where uh, Tyler Board scored the 72-yard touchdown pass. Now, at first when I saw this, I was like, ah, oh, that's Byron Jones' fault. He took the inside leverage versus the outside leverage. It's actually not 100% his fault. It's definitely, there's blame to go around on him and uh, Brandon Jones, but I would say it's closer to like 50-50. Brandon Jones should have, you know, taken that outside shoulder towards the sideline more to not give Tyler Boyd that lane to run in. Um, but also he's a rookie. So like I understand he made that simple mistake. And I don't think that we should all say, oh, it was Brian Byron Jones' fault because he went inside versus outside. Okay, well, Brandon Jones also does the his job the right way. Tyler Boyd might get the first down, but he probably goes out of bounds because there's no room to run. So it's not 100% on Byron Jones' fault. I still think he should have taken the outside leverage. But also at the same time, Brandon Jones should have taken that outside shoulder and moved it toward the sidelines to stop Tyler Boyd from getting that wide open lane to run through. So those were my two things I initially saw that I was like, I originally said one thing. I'm going to take it back. I was wrong. And this is my updated opinion. Um, but even that play, like, okay, you give up seven points in a game. <laughs> like, if that's going to be the worst thing that happened on defense is you gave up a touchdown, like that's all you gave up all game, I can live with that. I can 100% live with that. Um, the Dolphins right now are the number one scoring defense. It's not talked about. We are the number one scoring defense. And, I mean, think about this this way. I hope this makes sense because I thought about this and it made sense to me. If the number one scoring defense, which right now is the Dolphins, but just talk about the the top three, Baltimore, Steelers, um, and the Dolphins all have 17 to 18 points per game given up. If that's the best in the NFL, 
What does that mean? Well, it means that normally teams against the best defenses score 17 to 18 points, which is considered low. Because if 17 points is low, that's why we're number one ranked. The Dolphins gave up seven, and last week gave up three. So I think, honestly, we're getting so spoiled as Dolphins fans with the defense we have. We're just thinking, oh, we have a great defense. We're going to do shutouts every single game. It's a four-quarter game. Yeah, they scored a touchdown the first quarter and then nothing else. And, and the touchdown on the first quarter was honestly more of a mistake by the Dolphins. It wasn't like good execution by the Bengals. It was poor execution on the Dolphins' uh, standpoint. So, I mean, we can't just expect the Dolphins to shut out every opponent or to allow them to only kick a field goal. They only got a touchdown. And if the number one ranked scoring defense gives up 17 to 18 points a game, giving up seven is amazing. And so I want to be upset about that play, but I'm more upset, like, I hope it doesn't happen again. But I wasn't too upset because I was like, those are probably the only touchdown, or that's the only touchdown the Bengals are going to score all game, and I was right. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, last thing, to cap off the Bengals game, then we're never going to talk about it again. After, um, After the game, apparently Michael Thomas of the Bengals went on Twitter and was laughing about... Uh, laughing about the Dolphins and, you know, everything that happened, how they reacted. And a lot of people got on to him because they're like, nothing's funny about that. But I really think we're giving Michael Thomas um, a bad rap. See, I don't think that Michael Thomas was laughing about the two illegal hits on Jakeem Grant. I think, this is just a conspiracy, but I think... Michael Thomas was laughing about his career stats. I think someone showed him his career stats after the game and he laughed about it on Twitter. I really think that's what happened because I looked up Michael Thomas's career stats and something you may not know about Michael Thomas is he's been in the league for five years now. This is his fifth year and he's had 276 career receiving yards so far. That's under 60 yards per season. I could do that. That's four yards per game. That's what he's averaging right now. Four yards receiving per game in five years. He was with the Rams four years and now he's with the Bengals. So I honestly think he was laughing about that because that's pretty embarrassing. That's very embarrassing and I would I would laugh and be embarrassed by that too. But also, he could be laughing about the fact that his team got embarrassed by the Dolphins and they lost. Or... Another very, very likely scenario, he could just be laughing because he's on the Bengals. That could, that, look, I, I think we need to understand that could be a very, very good possibility, a very high possibility. He could just be laughing because he's on arguably one of the worst and most laughed at franchises in the NFL. He could be laughing because of that. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, he seems to be oblivious to common sense. So I wouldn't put it past him that he was laughing at himself or laughing at the situation he's been put in. But hey, laugh it up. You guys have won four games in the last two years. Um, We're going to keep going on, try to get to the playoffs. Keep laughing it up. You play for the Bengals, uh, one of the laughing stocks of the NFL. Keep laughing it up. Uh, And then the funny thing was uh, Zach Taylor did a press conference on Monday 
And he basically said, I didn't see anything illegal. I didn't see us do anything wrong on the punts. And that to me was mind boggling. Like I, I expect players to be stupid because at the end of the day, they are like, they're not always the smartest human beings. They act way too emotional. And especially a a player like one that's on the Bengals, like they don't, they don't know how to act like a professional. That's why they're on the Bengals. That's why he went from the Rams who went to the Super Bowl or a respectable team and they got rid of him. That's why. So like, I don't expect him to act like a professional because he's not one. He plays for the Bengals, but I do expect the coach of an NFL team to like kind of take uh, accountability. That's something I love about Brian Flores. When he's wrong, he tells you uh, even after the game, he fought or he he got mad and he shouldn't have apologized, but he did and, and held himself accountable more so than anyone else. That's what I like in a coach. But Zach Taylor said, I didn't see us do anything wrong. We played hard. Uh, and the guys fought back. I, I I just don't understand that. I don't understand how you're the leader of a football team. And I have to be careful because Zach Taylor is my girlfriend's dad's second cousin. Well, step second cousin. It's his stepbrother and sister's second cousin. Or no, not step. Half second cousin. It's his half brother and sister's second cousin. So I've always tried to hold my tongue. But at the same day, if you're going to say something stupid like that, I'm going to call you out. Um... Maybe for Christmas he just he, maybe he needs to get a rule book, an NFL rule book. That could look that could very well be the case. I'm not going to assume he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, maybe he just hasn't read the rule book because in the rule book it clearly states you can't lead with the crown of your helmet, and it, it clearly states you can't hit a player before they catch the punt. But um, I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I, I I'd have to go maybe maybe I have to go back in the rule book. But I thought. And granted, I'm not an NFL player, but I'm pretty sure that you can't tackle a player before they catch the punt. Um, or else, why why not just run down as fast as you can and tackle the guy? Um, so I don't know. Maybe for Christmas, that was alarming to me. Honestly, as, as, all jokes aside, while I'm trying to make light of it and joke of it, all jokes aside, that concerns me. It concerns me that something that egregious happened to where you led with the crown of your helmet and you literally tackled a guy before he caught the punt and your coach does not think you did something wrong. That concerns me. It really does. I'm not even like, this is not me being funny. This is not me trying to make a joke of it. That really did concern me when I heard that. Cause I was like, he should not be allowed to lead an NFL team. If you don't understand the rules and you're not going to hold yourself or your team accountable for the actions that they have made, you should not be an NFL coach at all. And so that's all I want to say with the Bengals game. We're done talking about the Bengals game. I'm done talking about the Bengals game. I just had to get that off my chest because it really, as I said, not only was it laughable to me and it was a joke, but it really concerned me and I wanted to talk about it because I don't understand how you as a coach don't understand what your team did was wrong. I don't know. But anyway, Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. It was a little different today than I intended it to be. I had other stuff I wanted to talk about, but I also want to give you guys live authentic reactions here on the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I don't want it to always just be planned stuff. Uh, And when I woke up this morning and saw the NFL power rankings on NFL Network, uh, it really upset me. And I just wanted to give you guys my honest thoughts of it. I didn't plan out what I was going to say today. Uh, I didn't plan out any of that. This is live. This is authentic 
Anthony Giambelletti reacting to the Miami Dolphins and to power rankings. So hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to stay tuned on Friday. We're going to break down the hard matchup we got up. Uh, We got up against us with the Kansas City Chiefs coming to Miami. So be sure to look out for that. Hope you guys stay safe, stay healthy. See you on Friday. Fins up.